Welcome back to Stories from the Upside Down. Thank you so much again for joining us this week. Today we're going to be switching it up a little bit and moving away from Texas and our homeless issues here. And we're actually going to be taking a little peek across the pond in Finland and let's see what they're doing in Finland. A lot of people, when they talk about homelessness and how we can solve it in America, they look to Finland as solving the homeless crisis. And maybe we could copy that in America. So let's look at what Finland has done. So currently in Finland, there are only 5,000 homeless individuals. Now, Finland isn't as big as the United States, but still, in Texas, we have 26,000. In California, there's 160,000. So 5,000 homeless people in an entire country is still remarkably small. And from the years 2010 to 2018, the homelessness rate went down 40%. And even during the pandemic, homelessness still continued to decrease in Finland, and it didn't raise. Whereas in America, it did raise a certain amount because of the pandemic. People weren't able to work. People couldn't pay rent. There was a lot of issues with how we dealt with the pandemic in America that's not my area of expertise, so I'm not going to be talking about it a lot. I'm sure that you've heard a lot of people with a lot of opinions get into that. We're not going to be getting into that here because you've, you've heard enough of it already. And the way that Finland was able to accomplish all of this homeless progress, getting back to Finland, is that in 2007, they enacted this thing. It's called a Housing First Plan, which made housing sustainable and affordable and permanent to the homeless population. So instead of having a lot of shelters and a lot of temporary housing, what the Finnish government decided to do was they made a lot of very nice, permanent, affordable housing, and they took homeless people and they put them in housing. And you would say, well, in America, we do that too to a certain extent. The difference between the American system and the Finnish system is that there were no requirements for these homeless individuals to get the housing in Finland. So let's say that they just pick someone up and said, hey, we'll get you in a house, we'll get you a job, we'll get you food, and you can keep on smoking your crack. That's what they did. And they got a ton of homeless people in these houses. And if they wanted mental health, and if they wanted mental health assistance, and if they wanted drug assistance, they could receive that by their own choice later on after they had received housing and they got a lot of people off the streets. Their cities became extremely beautiful. Their capital, Helsinki, is a gorgeous city from what I've seen. I've never had the pleasure to go there, but it's not one of those cities where you think of homeless people being like you would think of homeless people being in Los Angeles or San Diego or New York or Philadelphia or Boston. It's just not similar to that, which is a great thing. Having people in houses is a great idea, and the Housing First pro uh, solution can be very attractive. Now, there are a couple of things that I want to get into about the differences between the Finnish system and the American system. So the Finnish system, it's Housing First, and then if you want to help, you'll get help, and you'll be a ward of the system, and as you become healthier and healthier, you'll begin to pay for your own housing, and you'll begin to become a more active member of society, but the first step is just getting you into a house no matter what you're going through right now. Whereas in America, we have something called a continuum of care pattern, which has standards for addiction and mental health before we put you in permanent housing. So what we'll do is we'll get you in a shelter, and then when you're in the shelter, 
you can sign up for a whole lot of assistance and you can say, hey, I want to get help with my mental health. I want to get help with my addiction. And if you make good steps there, then we'll get you housing and we'll get you jobs and we'll get you all the assistance that you need. But the first step has to come from the homeless individual. That's the primary difference between the American system and the Finnish system, which is a pretty notable difference. But at this point, we're not going to be making any judgments on which one is better. As of right now, there are over 600,000 homeless individuals in America. So you could say, well, just looking at the numbers, Finland is doing better. Now, there are some other extenuating circumstances like Finland's in Europe. Finland has a smaller population. Finland has a more homogenous society. And we're going to be getting into that in just a second. So it seems as if this is a very attractive deal. And there are some very attractive things about it. People aren't dying on the streets. There's lower levels of addiction. There's housing. They're not a major eyesore in the city. And people are generally having a better standard of living when you just throw them in a house first. And don't get me wrong. That all sounds great. You'd have to be insane to say that that doesn't sound great. And for Finland, I think that that's fantastic. Finland, keep on doing your thing. Have a great day. Other European countries with similar values, do that. Have a great time with it because it's obviously working for you. However, just because it works in Finland does not mean that it will work in America. Let me say that again. Just because it works in Finland does not mean that it will work in America. A lot of times when we talk about politics or about policy decisions, we make this false comparison between Europe and America. And we say, well, they're both Western civilizations. They have a lot of similarities. So policy procedures in Europe should cross over to America and vice versa. However, we have to recognize that while they, we do have a similar Western culture in the grand scheme of things, our day-to-day -day culture and our practical culture are extremely, extremely different. And that's something that we really do have to be aware of. And with that in mind, here are four reasons why the Finnish system will not work in the USA. So first is the culture is different. Americans are made up of every culture and ethnic background, and they rely on a meritocracy. So I, I can't remember who said it at the... I can't remember who said this quote, but essentially the idea is that you can't tell that an American is an American based on how they look. You can't tell it based on their skin color or what they wear. You can tell that someone is an American by the look in their eyes and the fact that they are willing to do anything and everything to make their lives as perfect as humanly possible. That is what makes Americans unique. Other cultures have a homogenous society, have a homogenous, homogenous ethnicity, and because of that, they have more shared values than Americans do. And Americans have shared values, but we don't have a shared religion, we don't have shared heritage, we don't have shared experiences the same way that somebody in Sweden or Norway would have. So there's another, there's a difference there that we really have to look to. The second difference is just how American society works and what it relies on. In America, we rely on a meritocracy, meaning that everything that you get in life, you deserve. Everything you get in life, you worked for and you worked hard for. So if you're wealthy, it's because you worked hard, you made it happen, and you did whatever you needed to in order to be successful. It's putting the people who deserve to be on top 
on top and the people who did not work as hard or didn't have enough luck or weren't as committed or didn't choose the right things on the bottom. It's a way of dividing up our society and it's not necessarily a permanent class structure because people can move from classes to class very, very easily. You can start off being very, very poor and then moving up to middle class and then from middle class to the highest echelons of society. You could be on Wall Street, you could be a broker, you could make so much money there and then you could lose it all and go back down to the lower class and work minimum wage for the rest of your life. There's a lot of mobility in our system and meritocracy is what ties it all together. That's what is a major glue of American society. So the idea of giving someone of giving someone a house, a nice house without having to do anything for it and being paid for by people who are working hard to get their own taxes and having a certain amount of money taken away from them by the government and then redistributed to someone else who has not been working as hard is it violates what is a traditional American value. It goes against everything that we've been taught in our culture and in our society. And it's, it's gross to a certain extent. And I... There must be better words for it, but there's this feeling that comes up inside you of saying, oh, you didn't deserve that. People work years and years to be able to get a house and then years and years of paying off a mortgage to own a house. I rem My uncle Joe and Aunt Annie, they worked 35 years to pay off their mortgage for their house in Minnesota. 35 years. And it wasn't a mansion. It wasn't 20,000 feet uh, of square footage. It was a modest home out in the country. It was very nice, but it took 35 years of both of them working extremely hard, raising their children to be able to pay off their mortgage. And the idea that someone would just get that after doing nothing to deserve it violates what Americans hold so dear, and that is the meritocracy. And that violates that tradition. So that's the first reason why that's, this finished project won't work in America. Now, we can wrap our minds around of you've fallen on tough times, we're going to give you help, but we want you to do something in order to deserve that help, not just being given help because you're addicted to heroin and you're on the streets of Austin and you're not doing anything to improve your own life. Now, the second reason why this would not be successful is because of how our government is structured in America. So the federal system would cause an overload in one state and it would completely overstep the bounds if it was imposed by the federal government. Let me explain what I mean here. Let's say, for instance, that California were to take on this finished plan and they were to say, okay, 165,000 people who are homeless, we're all going to build you a house, you're all going to get a house, if you want mental health, we're going to do it right now. And we're going to employ all these people, we're going to spend billions and billions of dollars, probably anywhere from 20 to $30 billion to house all of those people in permanent, affordable housing. Uh, it would be wildly expensive. And then do you know what people would do? All of the homeless people from Oregon, Washington, Texas, New York, they would say, if I go to California, I will be getting a house. I could even get a job. I'll be getting free food. And I have a place where it's legal to do most drugs. Why wouldn't you go there? 
I mean, poor college students could even go there if they're really looking for housing. Say, yeah, I'm homeless. I'll take a house, please. Of course, so it caused just an overload on a state. And a wealthy state like California couldn't handle all 600,000 homeless people in America going to that one state, hopping on their bandwagon, asking for welfare, and nothing in return. And then all the wealthy people who are being taxed in order to pay for this would leave the state because they're being taxed absorbent amounts, which means that you would then have to tax the middle class, and then the middle class, because they can move, would move out of the state as well. So then eventually California would just be a state of lower class people living off of the welfare of a state, and then the state would then become reliant on the federal government in order to pay for all of these programs, or they would have to cut back the programs. So there's just no world where one state taking this on would be successful if it was as widespread and is not based on any actions as the Finnish program is. So it just would not work in any major way. Now you're saying, okay, what if we just made all states adopt this program? Different states have different levels of homelessness. So you could say, well, California, because it has a larger population, larger tax income, wealthy state, they can handle 165000 Kentucky can handle something different. Texas can handle a different amount. Same with Louisiana, Missouri, Minnesota. Now it's just really getting in a competition of how many states I can remember right now. Those are the ones that I'm remembering and choosing to include in this example. However, the federal government, by the diktats of how our government works, based on the Constitution and based on 250 years of precedent, cannot impose essentially mini-socialism in all of these states. It just, it, it oversteps it to such a crazy extent that no one would stand for it. So then you could impose it, and then there would be legal battles, and then people would lose legal battles, and then you would have just wasted a ton of money and turned people off to this idea entirely, which this idea does have its high points and something that we really could adopt into the American system, but not in the same way. It just would not work. So that's the second reason why it would not work. Now, the third reason is, again, we're going back to the requirements. If there are no requirements, people will mooch off of this. This is what happens with so many good-willed homeless plans across the country is that bleeding-heart liberals, people with degrees who have spent years studying it and have never once talked to a homeless person, say, oh, if we just do this, we, we can make it happen. We can social engineer the hell out of this, and we can figure it out. Guess what? If you're living on the streets, if you've been doing this for years, you know how to get by. And one of the ways to get by is when you see an opportunity to take advantage of something, you take advantage of it. And this housing first system is an excellent thing to be taken advantage of because you get a house, you do just enough progress, clean yourself up just enough to continue to have that house. And now you have a house and you don't have to work. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to get therapy. You don't have to quit your drugs. It's an ideal world, right? And you continue to mooch and you're drained on society and you violate the social contract that we have that we have in America. It completely violates the entire thing. That's the third reason why it wouldn't work. And fourth, this does not actually heal people. It just puts broken people in a house. Part of homeless rehabilitation is actually rehabilitating them. It's saying, we understand that everybody can choose how to live their life. But the way that you are living your life 
being addicted to these drugs, living on the streets, it's causing you so much harm that we want to help you. We want to get you the rehabilitation that you need. But in this Finnish system, they're saying, no, you're, you're fine the way you are. And you're not. If you're addicted to heroin and you're sleeping on the streets every night, you're not fine. You're not doing life right. You're not succeeding. You're not fulfilling the potential that you have within you. So you're just taking these broken, depressed, drug-addicted people, and instead of offering them assistance, you're giving them a free house and saying, good job, you have succeeded in life. No. Just because you have the trappings of success does not mean that you are successful. It, it doesn't mean that even, even a bit. So those are the reasons why this Finnish system would not work in America. That's what the Finnish system is. It works for Finland. It could even work for other countries in Europe, but it will not work in America. So what we have to do in America is we have to take a better approach. We have to spend more money on the homeless because it's very underfunded right now, but we have to do it in a way that is an intelligent, that relies on real life and real world instances of it actually being successful. And we have to do it in a way that aligns with American values and American culture. You have to build a system that is right for the place that you are building it for. For instance, if you travel across the country, if you look at a house in Minnesota or Wisconsin, they're built differently than a house in Texas because the weather is different. They're built for the climate they're in. So this homeless program, it works great for the climate in Finland. It will not work great for the climate in America. So let's build a system here in America that actually works for our traditions, it works for our values, and it can get these people off of the streets, it can make them productive members of society once again, and it can create a whole new generation of healthier and healthier people because homelessness is no longer an option. The eventual goal of this program in America, this theoretical program, would be to ensure that we have minimal, minimal, I mean under 20,000 in the entire country, amounts of homelessness. Because no one would ever even see that as an option. And if we can do that, then we can really create a stronger, more unified country. And I think that there's a lot of validity to that. And we're going to be working at, here at Stories from the Upside Down and with a company that we own, Common Sense Initiatives. We're going to be working to build that program. We're going to be working to make that a reality. And with your help, that's something that we can do. So this is why listening to the podcast is so important. That's why just tuning in every week, if you want to support us, you can support us on our anchor page. All of that is so essential because with your support, we can actually create a positive change in the world and create a homeless plan that will actually work for America. So let's create this plan. Let's do it. Let's fix it. Let's let, let's let the Finnish do whatever the Finnish are going to do. And let's make a better plan for America. Thank you so much for tuning in. We really appreciate your support. I hope you all have a great week. And we'll be seeing you very, very soon. Bye, y'all.